Hello, friends. Welcome to an episode. Where have where the fuck have I been? Another episode of the Trevor Olson Show, episode number seventy-eight on Wednesday, November tenth, two thousand twenty-one. I am your host for the evening, the day, the night, the new year coming up. Trevor Olson, good to be here. I haven't done a podcast since July. Since July. Um, July 29th was the last time I posted. I just checked on Patreon. <clears throat> and, uh, I, yeah, I've been gone for months. Now, I've been back now for some time. And uh, admittedly, I've, I've, I was kind of questioning, um, if I wanted to keep doing the podcast, if I, if it was a good use of my time, if people were enjoying it, you know, all these sort of thoughts in the time that I, I took off. So I, um, which we'll get into everything, everything that I, I went off and did, but, um, yeah, I was just, I wasn't sure if I wanted to keep doing it. And I had some people be like, ah, you're doing, you're posting too much. And I gave that some, a thought and I was like, no, fuck that. Like all these podcasts that I love post all the time. And so it was just a lot of internal stuff and probably me being lazy to some degree as well and I don't want to do that so um, it is Wednesday and I'm going to get back into doing the podcast on Wednesdays and Saturdays you know I think a lot of good comes out of it for me maybe not for you um, <laughs> but it's 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 my my way of it's one way at least of formulating ideas and uh, more rather um, solidifying opinions um, and formulating ideas I suppose as well but and it's just it's just a way for me to think out loud and and um, eh, just to have some fun along the way so um, I plan on coming back and yeah, I am back and um, so here we are welcome to the show episode number 78 78. I told myself um, in the beginning that I was going to do it for a year, and I did it for around a year, just just a little less. It's been over a year now, but I've been gone. So, um, uh, anyway, I plan on getting back to it Wednesdays, Saturdays. Thanks for everybody who's who um, messaged me and asked about all two of you asked about um, the the show. And if episodes were gonna um, start up again, and uh, a special thank you to all of you who stayed on Patreon as well. So anyway, but let's catch you up on on what's been going on for the last few months. Why I why I went I went and disappeared. So it was a secret, and it's going to become publicly publicly known today. A lot of people in my hometown know about it just because word gets out, and you go out to a bar and you talk and. But I went and participated on Sweden's uh, largest television show known in America as uh, The Great Swedish Adventure. And over there it's known as Alt för Sveria. Alt för Sveria, which translates everything for Sweden. Which I think is like a, it sounds like a war cry. Like, everything for Sweden! Ah, start chopping heads off and fucking chopping off balls on the table. Um, so I went over there and, uh, well, I should back up. I, I auditioned for this, this, this show in February of 
2020 rather of, of February 2020 and it got put off put off for over a year due to COVID but I went through a four-stage audition where I did a, 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 a video submission and then a Skype interview and then they flew me to New York and then one more Skype interview and uh, and then I, I got the part and so the show itself is Altversferia, The Great Swedish Adventure. The concept and idea and premise of the show is 10 Swedish Americans go over to Sweden. So I'm, I'm one of the 10. So as you probably guessed it, I'm Swedish. I'm in the high 90s for um, how Swedish I am, upper, upper 90% wise. But um, I, so 10 Swedish Americans go over to Sweden, get immersed in Swedish culture, and uh, learn about their family's history and heritage, both individually and collectively. And then there's some arbitrary competitions along the way so people can get eliminated. So it's this wholesome show. It's really a cool show. It's this wholesome show, and it's all about the story. It's all about... It's not like American television because it's it's technically a reality show in Sweden. It's not like American reality where um, it's all drama and bullshit and nonsense. This is this is all about. Well, I can use me as an example, and all the other nine people. It's all about our stories and going back to the places where our family, where we came from, like going back to our roots, and. It's not about drama. It's not about nonsense. It's about the familial narrative uh, for these 10 individuals. And I was fortunate enough to be one of them. And so I went over there and we went north, south, east, west. I mean, we went everywhere, all over Sweden, thousands of miles, shuttled around, thrown into a van. And you're thrown into this van with nine other people with with differing opinions and and worldviews and beliefs and uh and you just kind of you get really close to all of them and you know there was definitely moments of butting heads which is to be expected when you just throw 10 strangers together in a van in a car um for weeks <laughs> for weeks at a time um and so there was some butting of heads, but overall, I mean, even when there were those moments of tension, we all worked through them. And um, I can only speak for myself, but I, I know that talking to other members of the group as well who participated in the show, it was a really, really unique, incomparable, one-of-a-kind experience. I can't give away details about who won um, or how far I made it, I made the mistake of telling some people. <laughs> so if you see this video, don't comment what I told you, um, because the show actually hasn't aired yet. It airs in January, and it's exclusive to Sweden. Um, and so, but it's it's Sweden's Sweden's biggest show. Millions of people watch it, and it'll be really cool to see what happens in January when it comes out. Um, just just what happens because I haven't it was my first television show that I that I ever went on and um, it was uh, like I said it was a super unique experience and so that that happened um, I flew out July 29th and I was gone for quite a number of weeks and then 
when I got back from that, um, I ended up connecting with, with, um, I think I can say his name, um, John, who's, who is on the show as well. And, um, him and I really hit it off and he's a music producer in Indianapolis and, um, just this really charming, handsome, fun dude. And him and I hit it off and got pretty close while we were on the show. It was like the weirdest way to meet somebody. <laughs> um, and he lives in Indianapolis. And so we reconnected once we got back from Sweden and, uh, I went and stayed down at his studio for a week. And then as soon as I got back from there, I was home for four days. And then I went out to Los Angeles with my friend Kevin for two weeks. And so I've been gone for like close to three months and, uh, yeah, definitely more, more, I've done more traveling this year than any other year of my, of my life by far. I mean, even if we don't include the Swedish, the Sweden trip, you know, I, I, have now been to seven, I think I hit 17 new States this year. Um, cause I hit 15 on that road trip I did back in March and then I did, and then I went to Las Vegas in June with my sisters, and then I went out to uh, Los Angeles, like I said, just a few weeks ago, and I had never been to California. And so I think 17 new states this year, which is which is really exciting and, and cool. I'm happy that I'm seeing as I'm beginning to see the world. Um, it was a deep hunger that I had at the beginning of this year in particular. And I think, you know, any, any of you who have been following me since back then, you heard me just go on and on about, I need to take this road trip. I need to, I need to go do it. And then I went out and did it. And, um, it was one of the best things I ever did. I will say one of the best things you can do for yourself, from what I can tell, um, is go take a solo trip somewhere. And not, not, yeah, I'm not trying to give advice. I don't want to do that, but I, I will say, you know, it was a, it was a really special time for me and it was an endeavor of self-reliance and just wanting adventure and wanting to see more of the country. You know, when you, when you never leave, um, when you never leave your state, you have this narrow perspective and how, you know, and how of course it's like that's what you're gonna have it doesn't matter you could you'll have a narrow perspective if you live in california and you never leave california but or new york or wherever so when you get out and see all these different states and the different cultures and different just how the different ways of living your life and then especially and i've only been to one foreign country now but going to sweden like that's a total change uh, you really start to see how things can operate differently um, due to the different circumstances that we have. So, for example, the healthcare system in Sweden and the free education system in Sweden, you know, they, they look at America and they go, why don't you do this same exact thing? And one lesson that I did learn while I was over there was, you just can't compare the two. You know, Sweden is about the the length of California and has 10 million people. You know, Michigan has 10 million people. 
Uh, America has 330 million people. We're, we're massive in comparison to Sweden. Um, all right, we're back. There's a strong possibility that uh, I'm going to lose the video. Like, uh, we just had a little skip here, as you noticed. I've officially decided I need to use something other than my phone to film these podcasts. I can't remember the last. <laughs> the la Every single time my phone is, is going out, and of course the day I get back, um, the same thing. The prompt's not going to go away because I didn't change it. So um, I just I just deleted like 600 photos off my phone, and now I have five gigabytes of space available. Hopefully that can make it. Sorry, you just I think you just had like three minutes of, of dark sp space with no, uh, with no visual. Uh, it was weird. Yeah, and so it's hopefully working now. I apologize. But um, yeah, I just learned to not compare the two because Sweden is so massive, or rather uh, the United States is so massive um, in comparison to Sweden. It's 330 million people. Sweden's got 10 million. It was just it, everything over there in Sweden seemed much more manageable. If you, you know, take Stockholm, for example, Stockholm is Sweden's capital city. It's big. It's beautiful. Gorgeous. I could live in Stockholm. Um, there's under a million people there. That's their biggest city. It's like just under a million, a million. I think it's like 900. And, let's find out. I think it's like 948,000 population Stockholm, 975,000 as of December 31st. 2020 you know that's their biggest biggest city you know that's think of new york or or um or california i mean just we're so much bigger and so you know you go to stockholm and it's beautiful and one thing i noticed in particular was that just how clean it was it was so clean spot i you know obviously there people told me they're like there's some sections where it's not very clean but everywhere i went was very clean um and then very few homeless people um i saw maybe a dozen the whole time that i was there and that's because of the the so social net that they have kind of catches people if they fall so to speak um but like i said it's just it's just too different it's just too different from the united states and i don't know the answer for the problems that we have here but um I just learned that we just, it, it's, it's not as simple. There's no simple answer, so to speak, but, um, anyway, so just been doing a lot of traveling, did the television show out in Sweden. That's coming out in January, went to Indianapolis at John's studio for a week, went, went out to Los Angeles and California for a couple weeks. Um, and now we're back in the upper peninsula of Michigan. And, um, I, I've just been getting back into my routine. I'm no longer working at um, Anytime Fitness. And it's due to the fact that I used up four and a half years of vacation in six months. Uh, <laughs> you know, you kind of have to be there in order to work. And they were totally cool. It was, that was to be expected. Um, you know, and even when I, I started working there, um, they, it was under the, like we both knew it was going to be temporary and not long and they're they're totally cool and in support of my music career and um you know they were totally all for the television show for everything and and they need somebody 
to work there who's able and willing to work full time. And I'm just, I can't be that person. And so it was an amicable, amicable, uh, like separation. So no hard feelings to them. And, um, but, uh, yeah, so I'm no longer working there. Um, and so I've been, uh, I've been getting back into writing mode too, which is really good. I think I might've been, you know, blocking, so to speak, you know, I, I, they talk about writer's block and, I have blasted through that through different methods. Uh, the main method being Julia Cameron's uh, morning pages method, where you just spew out three pages, whatever comes out of you, and it just it gets it clears your mind and it allows you to write. And one of the biggest lessons I learned from that is that you don't have to be in the the mood to write in order to write. And so, I I read this book. Actually, it's right here. Um, that my friend Kevin gave me, uh, man, it's going to be backwards, but manage your day, uh, build your routine, find your focus and sharpen your creative mind. So this book is, uh, kind of about time management and, um, but it's, it's all focused around, um, you know, kind of entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial, how you say that? And, uh, and cr people who are in the creative world, so whether it's film or music or art, whatever it may be, it just, it talks about, you know, you have to make your creative pursuits a priority. You have to schedule the, them in. You have to do them first before you do anything else or they're not going to get done. And that is, that's definitely the, that definitely seems to be the case. Um, and so, but when I, when I got back from, from my road, you know, I, well, back in March when I took my road trip, I, I was, I felt pretty lost goal wise because I had just spent the last eight months recording my album, which still fucking isn't out. Um, I'm gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna come out. Um, I'm gonna start promoting it, I think, very soon here and promote it for coming out in mid January when the show comes out, um, in Sweden, you know, just timing wise. And so, uh, keep an eye out for that. But, um, fuck, what was I just talking about? Shit! I forgot, I forgot that this happens where I just totally space out. Um, what were we talking about? Damn it. Um, writing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, back in, um, after I finished my album, I didn't really know what to do. And so I went on this road trip and, um, it was great. And then, you know, I, and then in between there, I was, you know, anticipating the television show and now that that's done it's like okay what's the next step now and so now i i've been getting back to writing and i've written six songs in something like the last 10 days and which is great um man it's that book reminded me of oh yeah you gotta you have to make it a priority you have to be disciplined with it you can't just wait for motivation you can't wait for inspiration you can't wait for this aha moment you just sit down and you write and that's a that's a really valuable lesson and then you can apply that same attitude and same energy and mentality to other parts of your life so i've i've said for example you don't have to be in the mood to exercise in order to go exercise you don't have to be in the mood um to read in order to read you know it's it, we think that we need the we need the right space we need the right time the right energy and all those things are good but they rarely fall into place 
regularly. And so it just comes down, it just comes down to discipline at the end of the day, being a disciplined writer, being a disciplined person with regards to physical and mental health, being a a disciplined person with regards to educating yourself. um, That's what it comes down to at the end of the day. And that book was a fantastic reminder for me. And so for all you creative, creative people out there who feel like you're waiting for that inspiration and it's not coming, I would suggest abandoning that route. Although that route, although you may have days of inspiration and, and something was just going to happen, and I've had that too. But in general, you just have to be disciplined with it. I would suggest checking out Julia Cameron's book, The Artist's Way. I think that that's a, a staple for me as far as understanding creativity and, and how to be productive creatively. Um, and then that book I just mentioned, it was great. It was it was really just simple reminders of, of prioritizing your craft and your art and, and scheduling it in and doing it first and 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 before you you know, before you get overwhelmed with emails and work and other pursuits that you have going on, other responsibilities. Um, but Julia Cameron's book, The Artist's Way, I think every single creative person should have because it it, it deepens your understanding of creativity and it gives you practical, there's practical exercises in the book that allow you to become unblocked, so to speak, if you feel blocked, um, which can definitely happen you um, in creativity, especially if you are kind of grinding and grinding and grinding away. You have to make time for other things. You have to make time for play and for adventure and exploring you and, and for life, for your life in general, because as someone who writes songs and as a creative person who writes songs, you're not going to have anything to write about if you're not living life. For example, I remember in my early 20s or maybe even when I was 19, you know, I'm trying to write these songs and I've always liked love songs, as you probably know, and I'm trying to write them and I, you know, I, I just rem- I remember you know, sitting in my aunt and uncle in my bedroom at the time when I was living with my aunt and uncle in in River Falls, Wisconsin, when I was going to college um, in Minneapolis, I was like, how am I supposed to write about this when I haven't experienced it? And that's kind of the hard, the hard truth is until you experience something, you're not going to be able to write about it as beautifully or perhaps as in-depth as you would like to, because you haven't experienced it. So you're right, you know, you can write what you think love might be, but until you feel it, until you feel the the deep emotions that come along with love, the ups and downs and the the bliss that can can that can happen. Um, and then the pain that can that that you can feel when perhaps it ends, which it most likely will when you're young. Um Once you experience it, then you can start to write about it more in depth and your writing will be, be better. And so it's, it's this idea of kind of, you know, filling the tank up. Um, you know, if you write and write and write, you kind of empty the tank and you need to fill that tank up by having a life, <laughs> by having an adventurous life, by, by doing exciting things and taking risks and going off places alone and, and traveling and, and seeing culture and seeing different people and 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 doing things that scare you and you have to 
do these things in order to have things to say because I, like I remember Joe Rogan talking about comedians who end up just talking about you know um you know their bits basically just became them at the airport talking about them at the airport because they're just always touring and so they're always in airports and so they just start talking about that and Joe Rogan argues he's like you got to have a life he's like you got to limit how much you're touring and go off and have adventures and do other interesting things besides just touring so if all you know is if if your world just becomes one singular thing that's probably what you're going to end up writing about because that's what's going to be on your mind so it's important i think for all people but especially for creative people to have an intention of living an interesting life and going out taking risks having an adventure seeing new people new perspectives learning new ideas and ultimately at the end of the day at the bottom of it it's it's about living your life living your life having having an adventurous life and it's it doesn't happen for most people you know most people have this idea that they have to settle in and settle down and get married at this age and have kids at this age and have this type of job at that time and have this 401k set up and have all you know it's and it becomes very very rigid and there's some benefit to to rigidity and there's there's definitely good that can be said about you know having a healthy uh, routinized days that are productive but you have to break that mold from time to time you have to go out and have that adventure and most people don't and when they get into that into that rigid routine um and they perpetuate those patterns then it becomes more and more difficult for them to go out and do something different because different is unfamiliar and unfamiliar can bring about fear and anxiety and fear and anxiety can freeze people and hold people in place for years at a time if not perhaps their whole lives and so it's just it's important yes have that rigidity to some degree but be able to break that mold and have those spontaneous moments of or just make it an intention make it a point like okay i'm 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 traveling twice this year to these places or you know i'm going to do one road trip once a month and then a lot of people will be like well i have a family and responsibilities and like i i know not saying it's easy um but i'm just saying you have to live an interesting exciting life you have to make your needs a priority and 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 meet them or you're going to regret it and also and you're going to become a burden to the people around you because you're going to feel like they're holding you back when in reality it's it's your own internal stuff that's holding that's holding you back this, this became a deep podcast um, that's I do I do like that about the podcast. It always just ends up where it ends up, and I never necessarily I never expect I never know where it's going to end up. And uh, so 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 far so good with the video staying up. Um, so those books were just great reminders, man. Julia Cameron's The Artist's Way, and then that one, manage your day to day, build your routine, and find your focus and sharpen your creative mind. Um, those were good. And so I'm back now. I'm in the Upper Peninsula. I'm going to be going out deer hunting here in five days. It's November 10th. Yeah, the 15th is in five days. Five plus 10. And 
I'm gonna be. Uh, I only bought a. I only bought a buck tag this year, um, and I was so pissed because I went out to. I I went out and set up where, I, am hunting this year. And I was out there bird hunting not too long ago, and I saw this really nice big eight pointer. And I was like, I'm just gonna buy a buck tag this year. You know, we still have venison from last year a little bit. I was like, I don't want any to go to waste, and I don't, I don't really need too much this year. Um, so I'm just gonna buy this buck tag and, and hopefully get that big eight pointer. And then I talked to my cousin who lives near, who who lives in that area, and there was a big eight pointer hit on the road not too far from where I saw that big eight pointer. It could be a different one, but if I'm being logical and objective and just putting two and two together due to the proximity of where I saw the buck and where it was hit, it's it's highly probable that that was the buck that I saw that got hit by a car, which is, he told me that and I was so, I was so pissed because I've never actually shot a buck and that and I thought to myself that would be a really amazing first buck you know a big rack and a big rack a big rack and just um just would have been a really killer first buck so maybe he's still out there but he probably got hit by that car um but anyway good to be back folks I'm gonna try to get a camera um I do have one I just have to figure out some timing things it only films for 20 minutes at a time maybe I can shut that off um I'm going to get a camera so I don't have to keep <laughs> losing the footage every time we do this. Um, thank you again for your patience as I was gone. Maybe you didn't even notice I was gone, in which case, fuck you. Um, <laughs> but, uh, no, this was fun. I Like I said, I'm going to be back here Wednesdays um, on YouTube and for everybody, and then on Saturdays, uh, Patreon episodes. So if you're interested, head over to patreon.com slash and you can sign up there and uh, show your support. So thanks so much, friends. Have a fantastic rest of your day. Be safe. Keep moving forward. Keep doing your thing. And I will see all of you on Saturday.